a blessed day to you. We will further share on the word discernment because it is a very key word and a very important state for the church to be at, especially in the times that we live in. We're living in the very end of times, times that are uh, having believers to live in accuracy and precision in every matter of life, for they are God's representation on the earth. Allow me to put a church before I describe the word discernment. If you've heard this before, it is well, it's not repetition, but emphasis. We are living in times where many things are coming to a culmination. When we look at the things that are going on around us, there is definitely a resounding warning for the believer and ultimately for the world, but especially to the believer because they are God's representation here on the earth. I always say the person who is given the last baton to carry in a race is a very key person because that person has a lot to determine on how the race will finally end. I always say there are many people, many great people that are in the Bible and that have preceded our generation. And you can clearly see that they were put in the foundation levels. When you think about Noah, you think about Abraham, you think about Moses, the prophets, the kings of the Bible that preceded us, they definitely set a foundation. But clearly, church, we are the ones culminating the race of the believers in our millennium. And so how we do it is very key. How we live is very key because we are closing a time and a season for the body of Christ in our tenure and in our millennium. And so having said that, the one key thing that will keep us strengthened to live accurately, doing the right thing at the right time and yielding the right results that will bring joy to the heart of our Father is living in discernment. For that reason, allow me to give that description because it is important. Now, the dictionary says that discernment means to interpret a matter correctly or to correctly judge something or uh, to have sharp perception or judging well. But we said that discernment according to scripture, according to the heart of God, according to the believer means, discernment means judging things from the enablement of the Holy Spirit about God's perspective on something, someone, a place, or happening. Let me repeat that again. Judging things from the enablement of the Holy Spirit about our Heavenly Father's perspective on something, someone, a place, or an occurrence. And so that tells us clearly that um, when we encounter people, when we walk into towns or find ourselves in different situations, it is very, very key 
that we allow the Holy Spirit a moment to break down to us whatever is happening. I wouldn't want to know you or to know anyone based on what people say about them. I want to know them based on how our Father knows them, sees them. Then I will remain accurate. All right. Now, there are many, many scriptures all across the Bible where Christ uh, talked to the church about knowing the seasons, knowing the times. And I'm just going to, to share uh, and quote those different uh, scriptures. I'm not going to per se read them, but you could read them in your own time. But there's so many. There are very many. Uh, there is the book of Luke chapter 11, verse 29 to 30. You can look that up. Luke chapter 11, verse 29 to 30. You could also look at um, Matthew chapter 16, verse 4. Matthew chapter 16, verse 4. Mark chapter 8, verse 11 to 13. All right. So those are a few scriptures you can look at. And just see how Jesus was very, very key, keen rather, on talking about the space of living in accuracy based on the signs, based on what we are seeing around us and um, be able to understand that we cannot be ignorant, especially in our times, about the position we find ourselves living in. Because let me tell you something, child of God, when you're sharp in discernment, you will always find yourself giving the right results, doing the right thing, and even giving people direction and being a solution on behalf of our Father in the earth. In whatever place you find yourself, you will always be a solution for God. So Matthew chapter 12, verse 38, Jesus says to uh, people who had asked him a question, I'm going to read Matthew chapter 12, verse 38 to 40. Then some of the scribes and the Pharisees answered, saying, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But he answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The Bible says that Christ responded to the Pharisees saying that it's only an evil and a wicked generation that is always looking out for signs. All right. But why was Jesus saying this? Jesus wanted or rather was illustrating that those that are connected to God do not always wait to see signs. And when they see signs, if God allows them to see signs, then they rightly are able to articulate them, break them down so that they can be able to know what to do part time. But these people are asking for a sign because they don't want to live in the higher position of walking with God, 
having oneness with God and thereby being able to know what is in his heart and mind. And that's a very special place that you and I have been called to live in. So Jesus told them the only sign that will be given to them is the sign of prophet Jonah who was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. Now Jesus was actually giving a hidden meaning. <laughs> but unless they had discernment, they couldn't know what Jesus was saying because he was giving his own example where he would be dead or in the bottom parts of the earth preaching while in death and then would resurrect on the third day. All right. So he was actually admonishing and telling the scribes and the Pharisees that we ought to live in a higher place, not to just wait for miracles and signs and wonders. They are part and parcel of our lives, but it's a higher place to know what God is doing part time. Let us jump to Matthew chapter 16 and let us read from verse 1. Again, listen, same words. Jesus says, then the Pharisees and the Sadducees came and testing him, asked that he would show them a sign from heaven. Verse 2, he answered and said to them, when it is evening, you say it will be fair weather for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today for the sky is red and threatening. And Jesus said, hypocrites. You know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the times and the signs of the times. A wicked, again he says that, a wicked and an adulterous generation seeks 